Yeah, like a doctor. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hey, we about to have a good time, man. I've been looking forward to this uh, all week since we recorded last. Uh, mm-hmm. This is Red Pill Tamales. Uh, we got the homie Juan Perez in the <laughs> building. What's up? It's your boy Chingo. This episode is brought to you by Chingo, themerch.com. I am drinking way more coffee than I'm selling, okay? So I'm getting high off my own supply. Uh, I think it's like one in one. For every bag I sell, I'm drinking a lot, all right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, but we That's why got- he had to stop doing the models, bro. He's eating more of his supply. Now he got coffee. He's drinking got, more hey, of his supply. Hey, hey, man. <laughs> That's how good your supply is. That's how good it is. <laughs> and... Um, Anyway, shout out to Freer Texas. Speaking of tamales, yeah, shout yeah. out to Freer Texas, man. Y'all were amazing. Y'all were great. Oh, bro, real mm-hmm. quick <laughs> on that Freer Texas, bro. They, a lot of y'all were clowning Freer, bro. But we found there's this Who gym. There's some gym. They're like, dude, they got like one stoplight. It's like population. Yeah, they were like that. That that, uh, that Dairy Queen you? is popping, dog. Hey, uh, I roasted the Dairy Queen. Yeah, he did roast the Dairy Queen. But there is this place. That has a smash burger. Double drop bar and grill. Bro, I don't even like smash burgers. And this freaking smash burger. I was daydreaming about that bro, smash burger today. It had jalapeno cheddar in the bun. bun. In the bun. And then the smash, bro, it was amazing. Yeah. It Hi- was amazing. <clears throat> yeah, Javier busted a little nut when Dude. he... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when, he, when he bit it He's like man I don't be gassing up people with the food I, mean, I don't do that I don't gas people up And uh, uh, and allegedly oh, Juan Perez was like man this is better than True Burger I was like hey man I ain't had it yet But I would never say that man I said it Just because you know what I'm saying you know what I mean? said it I said it R- 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 I've R- been R- to both Pimp C. And I'm just saying hey Hey but it was a tr- it was it, a trill ass burger in its own right. Yeah, so, it, it had some. It, hey, there was little pieces of Houston on that burger. So I mean, hey, there it is. Yeah. But anyway, shout out to you guys, man. Um, really fun crowd, and uh, met some really cool people. We had a great time. Looking forward to next year's tour as well. So man, we got some funny videos. You ready to get into it, Big Dom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's start it off right here. Let's react to this video right here, man. We are gonna call it Frog Mode. You finally moving up in the world. Here go your snake, here go one of these snake ass niggas just trying to pull you back down. You ho- just hold on, just keep holding on, man. Go, you gotta keep going, you gotta go up. Don't let that nigga pull you down there. Don't you, don't you let him, don't you let him pull you, keep going. You better keep fucking going, they done did enough. You done had enough of that shit, don't you? There you go, get up out of there. Get up out of there and you keep elevating. Don't you stop, keep going up, there you go, up some more, keep going, You there you go. Go up a little higher on this bum ass. Higher. Hey, bitch. Don't, don't let nobody stop. That's how I'm coming. 2024. That's the energy I need, man. <laughs> 2024. Just shaking people off. Yeah. I, I love those voiceovers, man. I, I, what's that gentleman's name? Super Ray 4K. I, I don't know. Like I just saw it come up and I was like, oh, he's got some hilarious. fire. Hey, man. From, the voice, from one of the voiceover kings, <laughs> that boy got some fire voiceovers. Uh, but that, that really made my day, man. Seeing that frog make it, bro. You can't just. <laughs> Well, you got one of these snake ass motherfuckers latched onto your frog leg. You can't just give in, bro. You can't. You know what I mean? That's what I be telling myself when I go to uh, jujitsu class, bro. Yeah, and you like, got to keep climbing because then it's like following him around. It was following him around. If y'all watch it again, it was like I had to watch it twice because I'm like that punk ass snake, bro. Yeah, it wouldn't stop. And people be pulling you down, dog. You the, you think that size snake could have just wow just swallowed that whole frog whole, huh? Oh yeah, for sure. A, a thousand size, percent. A yeah. thousand percent. Even if it was smaller, it probably could have frozen. Yeah, a whole fucking frog, greedy ass snake. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Man, that's that's man. Like it take it back to uh, Garden of uh, Eden, bro. Like why why the snakes always be like that? No, but <laughs> that's Adam and Eve, man. <laughs> okay, we went there. Why okay. the snake got to be a liar, bro? Come on, man. It wasn't a liar. It was trying to eat it. You studied theology. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, that 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 snake was trying to that study the frog. I mean, eat the frog. Yeah, that's the haters, dog. They always trying to bring you down. That's Sh- what, shake them haters off. I've been doing that lately. I've been shaking everybody off. <laughs> Shaking oh. everybody off. You got haters out here, my boy? Uh, I got haters, and I have friends that were haters that I didn't know were haters, but they were just holding me back. Oh, damn. So I, I can't had to, like, shed I got to hear this cheese, man. Have I heard There's this cheese, man? This recent cheese, man? I don't know. I don't know. Basically, if you are naming Israel or Chingo, I had to shed you. <laughs> That's damn. Basically how it went. Okay, well, uh, I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure there's some other people you ain't named that, uh, that you cool with. I just had to get rid of a lot of people. I had to just focus, man. That's that's the main thing. Yeah, I just had to focus and dive in harder to try to accomplish a lot of the things that we need to accomplish. Like, and it just had to be like way, the frog, man. man. Mm. <clears throat> had to be like the frog. Shake it off. So you had to cut people off. Yeah, that's what happens. I, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> but with, with, I mean, are we talking about people that you actually used to like really, really keep in good touch with? Where it's like, man, I just I got to distance myself. It happens sometimes. For different reasons, man. You got to distance yourself. from. Yeah, man. It's, it's like people I'd spend a lot of time with. You know what I mean? Like as far as like on the phone or whatever it was. And, and you know, sometimes it's cool because, you know, I don't know. Like you pass the time with them really good. You have good conversation. But then after a while, it's just like it takes its toll. And it's like, hey, man, I can't keep doing this shit. Like this is mm-hmm. distracting mm-hmm. at some point. And it's like it. You just had to, I just had to make the call. Like, okay. I got pulled the trigger. <laughs> and it's not a bad thing. But you had to like tell them like, hey, bro, I ain't going to be kicking it with you, dog. Yeah. So ba- <laughs> <laughs> I told my saw this and she was like, what? And oh, wow. So, okay. So Man. like, so, so the way I did it. And, and that uh, was on her lounge podcast, by the way. I, I, you didn't tell it on there? Uh, no, this was just when she was about to leave one day and I was telling her. And because we were having a conversation from one of the from her podcast, and uh, and then afterwards I was like, "Oh, this is what I meant." And then I told her, she was like, oh, "You be cutting people off like that?" I said, "That's what I did." Man, and uh, so, like, basically, I just went through my phone and deleting people. Y'all gonna y'all gonna hate me for this, but like you, I started home. deleting people. Just you like if I had to call you and get your attention, and like, and I've been nothing but helpful. Basically, all my relationships, like I'm usually the one. Keeping in touch, making sure everybody's good. But so at some point I was like, delete, 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 delete. And then I finally got a text from one of the numbers I deleted. And it's like, I don't know who you hey, are. it's like, hey, how are you been? And I just go, who is this? At first I said, who's this? <laughs> then then they, they didn't respond right away. Damn. And then I took a screenshot and said, I don't have your number. I don't know who this is. And they didn't respond to my liking so i because it took forever so then i was like and i didn't get a response so i was like cool do me a favor i must have deleted your number for a reason and you probably wasted my time or wasting my time so unfortunately i just lose my number do me a favor i don't even know my number you know unfortunately i'm sorry i had to be like way i'm your mom get rid of it (laughs) now i got my mom's number just in case but that's about it (laughs) But Damn. like everybody, like everybody, I don't have your number. If you text me, 
you're gonna get the same message. I know that sounds fucked up, but I was like, so hey man, you ain't you could take your chances and message me. Hopefully, I have your number. If I don't have your number, don't get mad. I was like, you could take it how you want. <laughs> it maybe, re- maybe you just low status. It's really that, and, and it's not even <laughs> bad. It's just it's just one of my. It's look, this is what it is. Honestly, it's I, I spend time with too much of these people, and at the moment right now where I'm at, what I've come to the conclusion of what I'm moving towards, a lot of people won't be there, and a lot of people. Haven't been there. So miss this flight. So when they're trying to jump on now, if I don't have your number or I don't have your name saved, it's like, hey, I'm so I had to let I had to let go, y'all. Well, I was like, it's cutthroat out here, bro. It's not it's not even really that. It's just if I didn't have a goal I was shooting for, I wouldn't have been so cutthroat. But like because I'm trying to accomplish certain things, it's like I know you're gonna inspire somebody, man. And and you know what? We appreciate the feedback. Y'all might be thinking like, man, if I leave this comment, ain't nobody going to see it. I guarantee you we're going to see it. Um, especially if it's like a heartfelt. Do we receive a couple heartfelt comments that when Juan sent me the screenshots, I was like, I think I might I might have had just hit the weed and I might have had like a beer. So it, it, it just in the corazón das. Nah, but it, it, it got was, dusty in the room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it got a little speck in my eye. My, my pupil, you know, my retina starts Dude, sweating. Freaking Bill Gates allergies up yeah. here. You know, chemtrail had hit. <laughs> um, nah, seriously, like people saying, like, "Hey, man, you know all that silly shit y'all do, bro." Like, you know, sometimes I be having a bad day, and like, man, you really brought me out of some dark spots. And I'm like, damn, we just be improvising and acting a fool. But it, it's really, it's motivating. Because it's just a good reminder of like, just keep doing what you're doing, keep giving us more, do more of it type of thing. And uh, we look forward to it. Yeah. Because it also motivate Chingo and me. So it's like one of those things where it's like, no, 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 we're heading in the right direction. You're getting uh, great feedback. Your fan base, it, they're interactive a lot and they're, and they're communicating like certain things that you're doing. So, I mean, they like it. We keep going with it and we keep building off of it. So that all feeds each other. Because you never know how your art is going to uh, affect people. Bro, like, I'm, I'm a fan of Scarface, obviously, like, Houston rap legend. And, you know, what he did with the Ghetto Boys, and he really like, helped put Houston on the map. And um, so seeing him in that setting with all the live instruments, and, you know, he plays the uh, guitar as well. And um, it's just really cool to see hip-hop, like, mature and evolve and see, like, one of your idols perform in this type of setting where it's like you're he's telling stories he's setting up the song and you know give it up for this guy and his son comes up and the keyboard player is like dude he was in the studio since he was three it's like we used to have to kick him out so it's like mm-hmm. a very intimate uh cool medium that format you know what i mean like i really don't fuck with npr like that but when it comes to these like bringing in juvenile rock him like bringing in these you know different artists t-pain and uh doing this series I was just like, man, it's like super dope. I watched it several times already. Mm. So it's like, it's probably trending because it, it in a few hours of it dropping, like everybody was like, yo, this might be one of the best Tiny Desk concerts. Usher's done one, T-Pain, like a lot of people have done them. A bunch of bands, uh, all genres, um, but I enjoyed it. And I have a Scarface story that... I'm going to see if I can punch it up and make it funny to include it with my P. Diddy story when I'm talking about like my, my come up days. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, it was a debacle because this is back before GPS, bro. Like mm. you had to like really know what you were <laughs> like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, unless you had like a device from Academy or one of these stores, yeah, like, you were on that friggin' map. Just I mean, yeah, you going on. especially uh-huh. you don't have time to go print, uh, go to MapQuest and let it print out. You like make a left, make a right. I'm out of sight. I'm throat. Yeah, like. Especially if it's like you're a production assistant, Scarface is on his tour bus. Uh, you need to go see what he wants for lunch, and it's like, oh shit, okay, so he, all right, yeah, he's the star. Yeah, he's got to have his separate lunch, not what the fucking crew <laughs> is eating. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, what a fucking honor, dude. Like, uh, my buddy Dave, who was uh, he got me the gig on the music video. He was my manager uh, back in the early days, and uh, so so I was like, oh shit, did Dave hook this up? Like, who called who? Who made sure I was the guy that's going to bring him the food? So he's like, damn, man. All right, bro. Scarface is like, like, man, look, I want some steamed crab legs and some steamed vegetables. And I'm like, okay, bet. And I ask my buddy, or I'll try to figure out, like, hey, Hooters got that shit, right? And they're like, wait, they probably got the crab legs, but I don't know if they got the vegetables. So long story short, bro, (laughs) long story short, this took forever because I had to, like, hop in a vehicle, drive off to where we were shooting, go to the Hooters on Kirby, on 59 and Kirby. And then there's a night hop next door where, because I was trying, I was like, hey, I need steamed crab legs. It's for Scarface, Mr. And Mrs. Scarface, ghetto boys. And I need the steamed veggies. They're like, we don't do steamed veggies. They're like, you can try, I'll hop next door. So now I'm having to place two different orders waiting. And for whatever reason, it either took an extra long time or it felt like a long time or he thought it was a long time. But it was one of those where it's just like, golly, everybody done ate, man. Here you go. You just now strolling in with what I have requested. And it's like, no one sells that combination of things around here for lunch, oh, sir. Man. It was see, cause y'all don't some of y'all don't understand the story. Like even I'm I'm a little bit little bit younger, but I still I still know the struggle of like I remember whenever those little Tommies came out, those little Toms, the 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 map. You know, oh, yes. Okay. Tom, so Tom, it went Tom. from like just like maps here or asking somebody. But could you imagine the pressure? Like, well, not just that, oh. but like imagine GPSing a location to go. But now you're having to think, man, is there even a Hooters here or where is the other restaurant? Because like on GPS, you just type in the restaurant name. You just got to you know. know. And yeah. we knew we were like, okay, there's a, there's one on there's an IHOP next to it. I don't even think we knew all that. I think I literally like asked at the Hooters and they're like. Try that. I have next. Yeah, day. that's what's crazy because back then you could look. And now you can look it up on Google and, and be like, "Who shit. has you want straight for those? Oh, yeah. y'all want those? Okay, cool. You want to do go. a stop on the way? But you got to be able to pivot back then. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I'm a hooter. Oh my god, what am I gonna do with this? Is y'all got recommendations? Oh what's going no, on, man, come on now. The, I don't know if you heard of the rapper uh, Devin the Dude, uh-huh. but he was with Rap a Lot Records. This is a crazier story. He was with Rap a Lot Records, right? Uh-huh. They got a little scary reputation. <laughs> you hear things, right? It's kind of like a little bit of a death row Suge Knight mm. type of thing at times. There's mm. stories. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know. Alleged. Falsifications. People be, you know, like, oh shit. When your reputation. Urban pre- legend Precedes you, yeah. So Devin the Dude was, was a Rap a Lot. He was shooting a video for uh, this song called Lackville 79. It was literally about is 1979 like cadillac so it was a older car older cars be breaking down on you from time to time no matter how fancy and nice they look so 
my job again what the fuck this is before gps my job was to like it was like 6 30 a.m or something you got to meet Devin at his house and have him follow you to the first location which is i'm drawing you a map it's going to be at this car wash so you're going to this is where Devin lives you're going to come over here you're going to be at this car wash and i'm like okay i'm fine i'm gonna follow the map so we're like okay mr Devin, you're gonna follow me good morning we're going to the to the lo- first location how you doing big fan by the way you know, one of those, you know, uh-huh. yeah. and uh, so he's like, OK, you know, just really laid back pothead dude. And so he's following me in this old car and I'm like looking at the map all the while. He knows where we're supposed to be going. There was just a miscommunication. He's like, I thought it was supposed to be like Mr. Wash or something. But I'm like, I don't think this is right. So I'm like calling like home base, uh-huh. like probably my boy Dave, like, hey, bro, uh, such and such made me the map. And uh, man, I've been going a little ways and it's like. Nah, dude, you're supposed to go the other way. I'm like, she drew the map wrong. So I, we're doing a U-turn. He's having to follow me. His shit overheats and fucks up. And like this, this vehicle is the star of the video. The song is about this video. I mean, the video is about this car. Oh my god. So, bro, long story short, it turned into an expensive mistake because now they still need the shop, but now the car don't run. So they had to rent like a special flatbed truck to like tow it on and then rig the camera so it threw off the timing of the production which is money for rap a lot records (laughs) so like i forget who the guy was he was like the i don't know if no he wasn't director he was like some kind of like production manager guy Mm. where he was just kind of like you just it was never like damn bro you fucked up but it was one of those it was like you know, like when you just sense, like, damn, bro, everybody knows. Does he I'm need the to go one. to the train station? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was getting that look. Like, man, I think they're gonna take me to the train station. <laughs> oh shit! And he don't look like he's familiar with locomotives. <laughs> <laughs> Why he got cowboy hat on, bro? What's going on? <laughs> so yeah, I I got music video stories for days, but uh, that's crazy. Yeah, I really ruined the day that day. Mm. If I felt like I was on a prank show, man. I felt like I was being pranked. I was like, where's Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> man, you want to see a fucked up prank, bro? Okay. Check what out, you got? Man, I don't know what you would do. Let's see what you would do in this. would you do i'd be swinging man swing that, for the fences they knew who to do that prank to they did it to the yeah. little chick that with her face covered and she was scared look here man 
Hey, I've seen pranks on some guys and they start screaming worse than the girl. Well, I probably would. Let's be real. I probably would have screamed too while doing a teep kick, a front kick on this motherfucking demon bitch. Pow, straight to the chest. I would have used that wall to my advantage, like treat it like it's a cage and octagon. See, this is what happens when you get that fourth stripe. We would have gotten that. We would have gotten that clinch. We would have gotten that clinch. I'd either try to take the back from there or do a takedown. It'll be in. Neon soul, ground and pound. Yeah, going out with the bang. Yeah, it'd have been it'd have been a whole bunch of hammers. <laughs> <laughs> they'd have been like, "It's a prank, bitch! You gonna flicker the lights on me, hoe?" <laughs> hammer fisting bitches. Yeah, I'd have hammer fisted the wig off that hoe. <laughs> Dude, the scariest part oh, about it. Damn. The scariest part about that video. I'm sorry if you're only listening, you couldn't see, but the fact that they had a little trap door in that elevator and. That person like snuck in, mm-hmm. like because if you like even if you're not a bitch and like you ain't scary like that, but you're just like, huh, man, why are the lights flickering? And, and, the just, and then they like, appear, oh, damn. And then they appear. Your imagination will fill in all the blanks. Yeah. Your imagination gonna do the rest. Yeah, like, this is really a demon bitch. Yeah, you gotta swing though. You gotta swing. <clears throat> Distance management. Use your legs, man. Kick. S- swing and elbow, and if it goes through them, then you're fucked. Kid. At that point, they, you know, they, at that point, if you, if it's really a ghost. Or you don't want demon blood on you, bro. Like, use your le- kick, front kick, teep. I want to make sure I hit a bitch. Yeah, yeah, fists are cool, too. But, like, I mean, have your shoes and, like, fucking. She like, was real close. Hey, when she popped up, you it don't want popped up real close to her. So, that's it's true, like, it's, the hey, that's elbow distance, Yeah, baby. yeah, you're Bam. right. That's knees. Straight elbow. And then after that, then you start using your legs. You that you know, teep teep ground stomp. Nah, but see, I, yeah, so you I, take I, that to the. I would just kick it. I would just be straight legs, bro, because you don't want to like get your knuckles in demon blood. You catch some something. Hey, I ain't thinking that far ahead. I'm thinking she pops up right in front of me. It's elbow punch, whatever, and True. then it's like she goes down, and yeah. then it's stomp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you get yeah. stomped. Unfortunately, that's you what right. you get. You play, you play stupid games, get stupid rewards. Yeah, it depends on the distance. Mm. You, you're right. Mm-mm. These people tripping. Yeah, it's just gonna be a natural reaction too. It's gonna be like your your what is it called? Your your reflexes just kick in. It's oh god, and bam! Just I was trying straight. to I was trying to peep the language, like the <clears throat> accent. It sounded like Italian or Portuguese or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that lady was. That shit's crazy. I can't believe they got away with that because you would. Think you'd have to get somebody to sign a waiver because like that shit, you give somebody a heart, heart attack, attack yeah, or something. That shit's wild. You could literally scare somebody to death. Mm. Yeah, that's trippy. Liability on that. <laughs> that's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. That's uh, like way more than fear factor, bro. That that really fear factor is kind of like, hey, here goes some bull nuts. Y'all gotta eat. I think it's like a. I think for that one though. Yeah, that that one's ahead of time though. At least you know what you're getting into for a certain amount of money. The prank pranks like that, like hopping out of trash cans. Yeah, and shit, yeah. You know. like I think the friend has to sign waivers and shit on your behalf or something to get you in it. I think. How is that legal? What was it? There was one that Shannon Doherty did. Uh, that she had a, a scary show, and Shannon Doherty did it. And I think it was something about the friends would have to call the show and try to she get. She was a uh, Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero, and she. And her you knew show. about that show, boy. You're a youngster, bro. Because yeah. I was like in middle school, and all the chicks were talking about that show. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I was a big. I was. I, I like Charmed when I was younger. <laughs> okay, that's a good show. So Howard Juan yeah. had screamed in the elevator. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I straight up would have been like, this is definitely a prank. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would have been invited. Oh, uh, am you, I going to be able to see did Shannon? You, did you see Clueless uh, with Stacey Dash? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I, I, got, I started watching this reality TV show called College Hill, which has Slim Thug in it, Ray J, uh, NeNe Leagues, uh, what's her name? Uh, Stacey Dash mm-hmm. was in it. And it was interesting because they shot it uh, down the street at the university. Mm. And uh, so it, it was actually a pretty creative show because I guess every episode there's like a challenge. So one, they have to do a marketing project and they got to work in teams and there's drama, you know, like reality show style. Yeah. And the next one's like, they got to do biology class. They got to dissect a little pig fetus thing. And, and you get to see like Big Frida and all these artists like out of their element having to do this stuff, bro. I haven't. I never saw that. Yeah, it was like randomly. I think it's on Netflix. I was having to kill time, and I'm like, man, let me just play something. I don't have to That's concentrate. Cool. If too you much. like those shows, I mean, everybody likes what they like, bro. Yeah. It was a guilty pleasure. <laughs> hey, oh, I but, said, but I, I said I like Sean. But but no, I will say this though: the the fact that Slim Thug was in it, I was like, okay, I gotta see this. I gotta see like how they edited him, how they portrayed him, like what they had him doing and stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was cool, man. All right, you got another one? Yes, sir. How we doing over there? Big ass glare. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, good, perfect. Um, then people that be pranking people, man, it look like they a whole bunch of moldy rice. <laughs> That's a weird transition. You could have just said, "Hey, check out this video move. about moldy rice." Because I'll be, man, I'll be liking it. Try to make them. You know what I'm saying? Something for your health. Segways. Some you we I told Chingo about this. He didn't. He was like, "Yeah, nah, I was bro, very dubious. I don't know about that." And I was like, "Bro, like, Juan, you this lady sound like she know what she's talking about. Why would she be making it up?" And there's something in Japan. Like I'm like, why if, if she ain't Rhonda Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> she older than Rhonda Patrick. She taught Rhonda Patrick, I think. Yeah, well, that's a lie, let's but, see what no. y'all think. I don't know. I don't know what y'all think about. I mean, her, y'all could be eating. That's cool. Her reasons and her data. Let's see. There are two foods that commonly grow mold. One is peanuts and one is cooked rice. In 1921, Japan passed the Rice Act. You see, there was an epidemic of cardiac beriberi, which is a heart condition, all through Asia. And so the Japanese government passed the Rice Act in 1921, putting stringent rules on the storing of cooked rice because they found this mold with its particular mold waste or mycotoxin was directly affecting the heart. So when this rice act went through, cardiac beriberi was wiped out. And that's why when you go to Asia today, you'll never eat day old rice. We should eat rice fresh every day. You wanna make sushi, cook the rice in the morning, make sushi for lunch. You wanna make a rice pudding, fried rice, cook it that morning and then make it a few hours later. Some say, what if you put it in the fridge? You can cook it in the morning and put it in the fridge and maybe eat it in the afternoon. And maybe you can cook the rice at night, refrigerate it and have it the next morning, but you never let it go more than 24 hours. It can grow a mold and we can't even see it. I had a lady do our program who was a pathologist. She said, when I was at uni studying pathology, there were two things that always tested positive for mold. She said it was peanuts and cooked rice. Yeah, I, you made a good point. You said, why would she lie? Why would she be lying to tell you, hey, sometimes people, eat your rice sometimes people right be away? Grif- well, sometimes people grift, bro. Like, she, she might have been getting paid. Like, man, look, give me five racks. I'll come to your 
you know, y'all sell the tickets or whatever. I'll be a special guest and I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to unlock the code and give you some game. And then she's like, Psh, uh, I bet y'all ain't no rice get moldy and they can fuck up your heart. After 24 hours, like, dude, you know how helpful that would be? So if you're, if you've been eating moldy rice because you're like, man, I got prep for the fucking week and yeah. it's got to be like this put and then we're just going to put the Tupperware yep. in the microwave yeah. and make it even worse. Yeah, more plastic. And it's like, bro, so you got the plastic, you got the mold, you got everything else and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, dude, I don't know. Yeah. I'm eating healthy. What the fuck? Yeah. And then the, like, if you fuck around, get, buy the wrong meat, they done put all type of antibiotics in the meat and, you know, your chicken, Bill Gates clone. Yeah, you got all that. So it's like, dude, at least your veggies you got, ain't uh, eating moldy rice. That's veggie. the basic. I mean, you got everything else fucked up. You got but. veggies in there. You got Monsanto. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Roundup. Oh, Lord have mercy. <clears throat> yeah. So at least you can start like, you know what? That's why I should probably get one of those like Minute Made rice things. So you just eat one little thing of rice. Minute Made. Or like Minute Made, but like the little the little batch rice cooker things. Man, speaking of Minute Made. Uh, my niece uh, graduated um, from uh, college and she got like her cosmetology thing. And I had both daughters because Marisol was doing a uh, pop-up at St. Arnold's. Shout out to St. Arnold's, man. That's yeah, I, I was with her. I had, to, uh, I had to go give me a little six-pack of St. Arnold's because they support my baby. And y'all went out there and shopped like crazy. So I said, you know what? I'm going to give myself a six-pack. And uh mm-hmm. Hey, y'all should probably go check that place out because I was there helping Say set no. up, and they have like a little—I don't know—people. It's like a little gym because it's like they have a little space of like a little maze with like little trees. Like it's like a, a like chest height for adults, but for kids, it's fun. Like it's just like this little oh, maze they get thing to run through. See, yeah, mm. and it's, it's like a little fun little atmosphere, like an open take, area. And I'm, And then they got a big screen TV, so you can watch all the games and stuff. And then they got all the brewery stuff, where you get a beer, and and then they have a little restaurant inside. It's it's a dope spot. Oh, they got food in there. Yeah, they got food in there. Well, uh, well, I had to take my daughters to uh, Minute Maid and to watch the ceremony. Well, it took forever to try to park. Then I had to walk like a few city blocks, uh, surrounded by homeless people. Oh, yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah. downtown i guess depends yeah. on the street but yeah i mean right by the minute made field like yeah. i helped build that stadium with my my hands bro my bare hands yeah you kind of told the story before yeah, told, he kind of told it he told ten it times and anyway i, I got a two-year-old and a five-year-old and i'm having to have the diaper bag and the la tableta and this and that we missed them reading my uh, niece's name <clears throat> but um congrats to her and then we went to like one of those Brazilian steakhouse type of places mm. where they just like you put the green and they they coming out with swords like that's lamb lamb chop come on I get it that's 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 and then um, they had a whole kids table so I felt bad for the other visitors because like bro we got a whole kids table and they're sitting people being seated like over there by the kids bro and I'm like uh, checking up on Sunny Sunny will cry from time to time mm, yeah. so I'm like damn. She's like, this me ain't got what I need. I don't know why. I don't know what she just started crying, but but anyway, shout out to uh, shout out to my niece and uh, yeah. shout out to single dad life sometimes. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> wife was working, you know, you know, daddy's tour don't kick off till February, <laughs> but y'all be ready, y'all be ready. Um, I'm hosting for Louis the singer though in uh, Fort Worth. When is that? Uh, I think it's like December 27th. December 27th, seventh or eighth. I think it's. 
I thought it was 27. Somewhere around the 27, 28. I so could have swore it was 27. Probably 27. You think it's 28? probably right. I thought it was, but I'm tripping. You might be. I might be tripping. And for New Year's, you might have to roll with us if you don't have plans. Uh, Marisol and I, we got invited. Uh, my boy Haji Springer, um, Indian rapper, Indian American rapper from the Bay Area. He's performing New Year's thing out here in, in the Houston area. And uh, he invited us. And Marisol is obsessed with like Indian music and, oh. and culture. Mm-hmm. I was like, we are there. I don't, uh, I don't know if I can go. I, I might have my son. I yeah. know I have to have my son for the thing. Unless it's that night of the New Year's Day. Like not New Year's Eve, but New Year's Day. Yeah. Is it New Year's Day or New Year's Eve? Well, Eve sounds like night to me. It's the 31st? Yeah, 31st night. Oh, Eve. yeah, no, no. I will, I will have my son. Yeah, and then not to mention, too, like we might have to leave early because yeah. they start shooting and shit. You got drunk people. Yeah. I just want to hear some the dough drums. It's going to be a Bollywood theme, my boy. I posted a story. Oh, let me see. Why don't we add this one? Look. Like, okay. All right. Check out this story. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the background with this is it's supposed to be some kind of like comedy, like network time TV show type of thing. But she was crying because something like a personal thing. I don't want to get too much into that. But she was crying about a personal issue. You saw the whole episode? No, no, no. Uh, somebody was explaining it. So okay. and then and then she started crying on beat. About it. <laughs> and then that the DJ just gets in there, is like, oh, and that's whenever everybody was like, oh, come on, man, stop. They got a fire DJ. DJ on point. He can't catch that. Ooh, that sounds like this. I got some fat. Damn. He called it, man. I would like. Yeah, we love Indian food and all that, bro. And we be wanting to take a trip, but I'm like, man, you know, Klaus Schwab don't want your carbon footprint being mm. like that. Mm. They want you to wear the VR set, bro. Mm. Yeah, the VR set. But at least you can hear your music while you're. Yeah, I mean, when VR. we go to this New Year's party, that's gonna be like the closest thing. But my my buddy Haji though, like every time I see him, I always ask him, like, bro, when you going back to India? Because you know what I mean, like. I want, I want to go to Vietnam and Thailand and all that, but I'd be like, man, mm-hmm. I hear they I got know not, I, I hear they got good wives over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I hear I, they got wife material, wifey material. I appreciate my wife though. <laughs> I'm good. I lucked up. But yeah, right, man, we got one more. One more. Which one we doing? Legacy. Legacy mode. mode. Check this out. Ah. When a man starts reaching his late 30s, early 40s, he enters a new phase of life. This is psychologically and scientifically proven, and they've created a category for this. This category of life for a man in his late 30s, early 40s, he comes to one of two places, stagnation or generativity. Stagnation is when you go, well, I worked, I was I was an athlete in high school, I went to college and I was great at what I did, I had a job, I had a career, I had businesses, but now my kids are older, they're gone, I don't feel I'm doing anything. I'm just living on this hamster wheel, doing the same thing every single day, not really paying it forward. See, a man especially has a need to pay it forward to the next generation ahead of him, right? And the reason is because that is the only way we can leave a legacy behind is by sharing with others. What do you think? Um, I agree for the most part where, where he says like a man gets to that point in their life where you start to kind of think different. Um, 
I don't know if I, I mean, I, I, I do sometimes. I'm trying to think in my head. I think I kind of do more than I know. Like, start thinking in terms of like, nah, man, like the clock's ticking. Like, you got to really make it count. Like, how are you going to be remembered? Um, what are you going to leave behind? What are you going to teach your kids so that they can, you know, your grandkids and everybody going to be good? I think, I think, I think humans as a as a whole, women and men, eventually have that thought because we're all we're all wired to like want something more like we're all wired to be like try to be a part of something bigger something more it's just the way it is that's why you have social norms and different things because we like to group up and i think um if you can get outside of some of that like you start really reflecting on like things you can build on and i think when you sit back and you're like man where am i and things like that where you just have those moments i think that's why guys get like those uh what is that? Uh, when they uh, midlife, midlife crisis. crises and mm. and women, you know, they they because they, when they stop having kids, when they're no longer ha- having to have kids, you have a lot of women that are either regret not having them, or mm. you get the other ones that are just so grateful that they had them. You know what I mean? And so like that starts to happen because then you start realizing because we have a lot of stuff to distract us. We have a lot of stuff to distract us from death, and basically that's. We, we like to put death on the back burner as far as like, that's never going to happen to me because yeah. we're so distracted and we're so like, man, right now my job's the most important thing. Right now this is happening and this is happening. We get so distracted that when you finally have that realization or that the talk with yourself to be like, oh shit, I, what is this about? Like, what do I want to, what am I actually living for? You know, rather than, I just want to be happy all the time. It's like, Outside of that, you're going to have sad times, happy times, mad times. You have different emotions, but actually putting it into some type of practice of like, I want to make sure that I leave something for my kids. Because if we're being honest with each other, it's rare, very, very rare that anybody outside of your kids are going to know anything else about you. They're going to remember anything about you. Maybe a student you taught or something like that. But for the most part, most people are going to forget about you. Like Michael Jackson was amazing, but... Unless you bring up his name, most people kind of forget. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to make the example that, like, even some of the greatest people that leave behind big legacies of, like, this is my music and this Mm -hmm. is my... People forget that they already passed away. Like, nobody's intricately in their life. The only ones that are really going to... You're going to have a real moment with is, like, your kids Mm -hmm. or, like, a student that you taught or somebody that you pass knowledge on for them to be, like, really grateful that... And I'm so glad he. I have these memories yeah. with that person. Made an impact because even your grandkids, they're really not going to know you. They're not going to know you. Your kids are. That's that's as far as literally some of us will go. And I think a lot of people don't don't look at how intricate like your kids are in that moment, and that's why you need to pay attention to those kids because mm-hmm. they're the ones that that will pass on some type of a memory, even if it fades away after the second generation. They're the ones that are gonna clean your booty when you move, <laughs> or, or give you to somebody that will do it for you. <laughs> and bro, and and uh, this is like hella off subject, on subject, but like, Boricito Joe Biden, bro, like, like, literally, man, like, literally, like, buddy is in that phase where it's like, hey, you know, somebody got to start taking care of pops. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, Doctor J, what's wrong? Um, I'm listening. Okay. Um. But 
they got him <laughs> as a leader of the free world. You know what I mean? It's like, man, you know, right now pops need to be chilling. He need to put on some matlock and some you know mashed peas, and he need to take a little nappy poo, and uh, not trying to like worrying about all the trees and the shit and motherfucking you know what I mean mm-hmm. impeachments and and whatever else you know collecting the bag. But uh, but no, I think you made a good point, bro. Like you know prioritizing. Those closest to us, um, it's especially like you know, our parents too, you know, what I mean, like making sure to like just keep in touch with them, and everybody lives on different sides of town, and and that kind of thing. So, I mean, that's honestly what you need to like, that's honestly what you need. You just need there's 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 a few things for you to keep growing, and one of the things is you need to be you need a, there's three things actually, like. The main thing is you need a teacher or you need a mentor or something. Normally that's your family, but if you don't, if you have a shitty family, then you got a jiu- somebody jiu- else jiu-jitsu you can find, coach. whoever, just somebody that mentors you that can teach you something that you're trying to learn. A rival, somebody that you can actually be in friendly competition with where it's like they're pushing each other, grinding against each other to grow even further. And then you also, the last thing you need is like a, a student of some type or somebody to teach or train or pass on. And Mm -hmm. if you have all three of those, you're able to like really keep growing because more or less you either grow or you, or you start to deteriorate. It's one or the other. So it's like when you have those three things, you learn at three different levels. You learn at being the the student, being the the competitor and being the the teacher. And I think with those three things, that's some anime shit, dog. Yeah, dog. That's where you got that. I'd be watching anime. (laughs) That's where you got that. That Plagiarized. I I didn't plagiarize. You plagiarized. That's not something straight (laughs) off of fucking. That's not something straight (laughs) off of an anime. They're all. They're all like. There's a whole story behind stuff, but like you don't just get that type of thing. Somebody in the comments is like, "Man, that's uh, that's uh, that's that's." I don't know none of the names. That's Yadimoto Harikoto. Oh, Matsumoto Musashi. I don't think he says that shit. I don't know who that is. Matsumoto Musashi. He's like the greatest samurai alive. Oh, that guy. Oh, actually, not alive. I mean, he's dead. He's been dead for years. Uh, but yeah, but uh, I don't think he said that. No, no, I think that was your original thought. Yeah, but but uh, but that's for real though. Like that's that's literally makes sense. Yeah, that's literally what I've I've kind of picked up by just having people around me. So I mean, well, that's pretty fucking uh, observant and perceptive. Um, and it makes it checks out to me because I feel like that formula will allow you to keep it real with yourself as you mature and evolve. Um, for example, like I I love being me. I love being able to be me. You know what I'm saying? I love being able to be honest and transparent and not have to like be in a certain character all the time or um, or are even artistically like. Nobody like I'm super independent. Nobody's telling me like you have to write about this. You got to do at least 15 minutes of these kind of jokes and you better. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think that could be very frustrating for a lot of artists when when you get in the record label, you know, the major label, you got the agent or you got the this and everybody, especially when you're getting hot and you're and you're popping. Everybody starts hitting you with some kind of crazy advice like. Whether it's whether you're like Louis the Singer or a Ralph Barboza or, or a Mexican OT, anybody that's just like having a lot of success, I'm sure there's a ton of people that are like, nah, man, check this out, homie. You got man, you got to do this kind of man. You got to get on these kind of beats and da, da, da. and it's like, bro, at the end of the day, like I can't be everything to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I think it's relatable, man. 
So. Yeah, I think so. I, I, and those three things, if you keep those three things, you'll never be stagnant in the sense that if somebody's teaching you, if you're if you're following, and again, sometimes you'll become the leader, and at some point, even if the you don't have a teacher anymore, you can find another teacher in different things because you can't be good at everything. So find a different teacher in something else, but just be teachable because if you do each of those things, you will never be stagnant in your life, meaning you'll always have somebody to grind against and try to like take yourself to another level, take yourself and, to and another teach level, and pass and teach on, and pass on and then switch and off. Compete. Like it's those things that keep you driving forward to be, to, to be something better. The rival thing, man, I got to wrap my brain around that part. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't really, you know, I ain't really got no rivals, my boy. <laughs> you know I'm oh, th- well, yeah, you I mean, do. rare air. Like, I, I would think about it like this. Like e- even if, even for comedy, okay, let yeah. me just throw comedy. Yeah. So like if you, if you're in comedy, and you constantly see, and it could be a friendly thing. It could be something like, man, like I just, just did this. You club. get inspired by somebody because it's like you maybe you get so content with your with your set, but then you see somebody else like, oh damn, yeah, he just reached another level. Yeah, Shit, yeah. I need to, yeah. I need to get up my writing game up. Like, oh yeah, all of a sudden it's a friendly competition of like. When I could, ooh, I'm gonna fucking have, yeah, ooh, dude. he's turning over so much material. I'm gonna turn over more material. Watch no, this yeah. shit. And you start competing, a friendly co- competition in your head of like, I got, I got to write more than that yeah. than him. Oh, you, th- you think you did that joke good? Oh, watch me, watch me deliver this shit. Yeah. Because you start seeing other people start reaching new levels, and if you can friendly competition of like, oh, ooh, yeah, no. I gotta get to another level. Yeah, no, there's a lot of that. Exactly. There's a, there's a lot of that because, I mean, whether it's like. Holy shit, Michael Blackson is fucking destroying some shit right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or or like, fuck, I gotta go on after Javi Luna. Oh, okay, let me try to pull something on my ass so he could be like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, okay, you yeah. you surprised me with that little yeah. part. <laughs> or something. I know you was gonna try that, Joe. Yeah, man, I'm shit. I'm out here. Yeah. Be outside. But it's it's like that. It's that it's that friendly competition of like, ooh. Like, oh, mother- all right, here we go. Let's do it. You know, and, and that thing keeps you sharp because you're constantly trying to you're like competing with one another and you're growing each other. And then you just pass on the lessons to somebody younger, like somebody like a, a new up and coming comic mm-hmm. or even a son or a child. That's like you see like the stuff you're trying to pass on with life lessons or it could just be comedy lessons to a new comic. Well, I'm trying to start shit. He's like, you know, some of these rappers are your sons. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I didn't say none of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like funny. you're gonna be like, man, we gotta take that motherfucker to the train station too. Yeah, people in the comments like, you know who he talking about? <laughs> you know exactly. I don't know. He done fathered. He done fathered a whole generation, <laughs> and don't nobody want to acknowledge that's that's your daddy in the game. <laughs> <laughs> what, what day is Father's Day this year? Oh. Uh, hey guys, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us, checking out these videos, reacting. Uh, clips coming soon. Thank you for sharing, commenting, telling a friend. And like we said earlier, man, we just want to like just entertain, cheer people up, put a smile on your face, hopefully make you laugh. And um, so we really appreciate the feedback. Thank you guys.